I'm John Eaton. Melanie Case joins us. And joining us on the line right now are two uh, amazing people from the Living Wish Foundation. Uh, we have Dr. Karen Euler, and we also have a co-founder of the Living Wish Foundation, Lisa Wright. Uh, ladies, great to have you on the line. Lisa, for those who, who, who aren't aware, what is the Living Wish Foundation? Good morning, John. Um, the Living Wish Foundation is a foundation created to provide medically supervised and supported end-of-life wishes to patients. So similar to that to the Children's Wish Foundation, but we do wishes for adults. Now you have worked in the in the medical field for for some time. You're a, you're an RN among many things. Uh, what made you decide to 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 begin this, the Living Wish Foundation? Well, I think I don't. I think I always wanted to do this even before I was in the medical field, really. Okay. <laughs> um, but just seeing patients go by, and I, I did a lot of palliative care in this community, and everyone had something that would make them happy that was sort of outside of their disease process. But we're tied up with, you know, being the nurse, being the doctor, and providing the medical care, and there never really was anyone we could turn to to make these special wishes come true. Dr. Karen Euler, you're a member of the, of the Board of Directors at Living Wish Foundation. What made you decide to join the organization? Yeah, I I, um, I love doing palliative care, and I think it's a very special window in time in a person's life. And um, they often do have some things that they want to do at their end of their life, but um, they're they're unwell and they don't have the resources to make their wish happen. And sometimes it's just a very simple thing like um, a special meal or going to the beach and putting their toes in the sand or going to see their farm one last time. And, um, and uh, mm, these wishes sort of come when people um, are in hospice or bedridden and um, just just they just aren't able to make it happen and so our um our ngo just brings uh all the resources together and provides the medical support and the transportation and um that gathers the family and we make sure that people can get out and do that one thing and what we see happen to our patients is that instead of focusing on the end of their life they focus on their wish and they have such joy and meaning um, in the last days of their lives. So it's really rewarding for us, and it's really rewarding for the patients. Well, when you start talking, uh, you know, medical care, especially off-site medical care, you start talking about travel arrangements, uh, you're talking some costs there. And, and I would imagine someone at the end of life, that's not always going to be an easy thing to cover. Yeah, we have... Um we did get a um, paramedic truck uh, donated, but then it then there's lots of costs with keeping that truck sure. uh, running. Um, so um, so we do fundraising events to um, support uh, support our organization, and um, and we have one coming up. I'm excited about this for for a number of reasons. One is because I've heard about this last year, and I, I heard nothing but amazingly positive things. It's called the Feast at Frogs Hollow, which to me it sounds like a kids book but it's really an event <laughs> yeah so um so we had our first one uh last september it was a roaring success um it was a ton of fun 
And so what uh, Feast at Frogs Hollow is, is we have um, a 10-acre property just outside of Thornbury, and it's it's very beautiful. It has a river and two ponds and some meadows and some fruit trees. And then one-third of the property is um, is a hardwood forest, and we've made trails through the forest, and we've um, recruited 11 chefs to have food stations within the forest, um, and so we're serving things uh, like pumpkin spice whoopie pies and um, smash burgers and grilled shrimp with zucchini salad, fish tacos with avocado and mango salsa. Uh, we have a, a special guest chef this year. And uh, intermingled between the food stations, we have um, alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks. So we've got Thornbury Cider, Creamore Beer. This year we've got Royal Canadian Mead, which is um, a beverage made from honey, yeah. local honey. Um, we've got some fine wines. And, um, and so uh, people wander through the forest. They can have food and drink. Um, they spend the whole afternoon there. And uh, we have a bunch of fun games uh, that you do in between. We've got live music. We've got a harpist and guitar players. And so it's just a really lovely afternoon of good food and drink. Um, I think people are, are, are dying to get out and do something fun because of COVID. And um, we've, we've, um, we've really organized it this year so it can be safe and follow all the COVID public health uh, protocols. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was funny because in the middle of your description, I thought it flashed back to 2019 because uh, <laughs> talking about an event like this actually happening uh, seems foreign to me right now. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, you have folks, of course, you, you have medical backgrounds. You, you guys are doing this the right way, and it's going to make it a bit more difficult. It's going to change the event slightly, but it's nice that it's happening. Yeah, we're really excited. As soon as we, 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 we sort of, as soon as they said you're allowed to have a hundred people outside, we knew it was a go. Um, but then we had to do a bunch of hard work yeah. to, um, to make it really safe for everybody. Um, so we've put a ton of protocols in place. I think everyone who comes will feel very safe about how we're doing it. Um, it's 10 acres, so people can really spread out. And, um, and yeah, I think, I think people will feel really comfortable there. And I, I think it's great, too. Part of your, your ticket price uh, it comes with a, with a mask. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, how do people get tickets? How much are they? Uh, how do you purchase them? I'm going to hand that to Lisa. <laughs> sure. So the tickets are 175 They're available on our website. There's a link. We, we do all our ticketing through Canada Helps, but the link goes right yeah. off our website to Canada Helps, and they're available now. I've actually put a link to that website on our Peak FM Facebook page, so if you want to get there real quick, go and do it. Now, I imagine uh, you're going to have to control the numbers e even more than last year because of the COVID-19 uh, protocols, so folks should probably get in there quick. Yeah, we're already 60% sold out. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, it was a real hit. And uh, I do think people are dying to get out and do something fun. Well, I'm glad you're doing something fun, and I'm glad that all of it is going to an amazing cause, the Living Wish Foundation. Dr. Karen Euler, Lisa Wright, thank you so very much for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Thank Thanks you for so much. much.